Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah for the UK Jamal's Jalsa Salana, our annual convention, commenced after a two-year gap and the three days it brings of its spiritual atmosphere came to its conclusion last Sunday. Owing to the COVID-19 pandemic, the Jalsa could not be held in 2020 and the organising committee of the Jalsa thought that since the conditions are more or less the same, perhaps there will not be a Jalsa this year either. And due to this assumption, they did not pay full attention towards its preparation, which I also mentioned in the previous Friday sermon as well. Nevertheless, when they were informed that the Jalsa will inshallah take place, they started their preparations, but I still felt that they were not doing this with full conviction. Hence, I was concerned that if the organisers remain relaxed like this, then maybe the workers will also have a similar attitude, but at the same time, I had the faith that Allah the Almighty will inshallah bring about better provisions for the preparation as well as workers. And so on one occasion I very sternly told the organising committee that if they continue to work half-heartedly and entertain doubts as to whether or not the Jalsa would take place and had little hope of it then I would appoint a new organising committee. Subsequently, these words of mine jolted them into motion and thereafter work began to be carried out in a very swift manner, even though the work started very late.
However, the volunteers who work under them, and in fact they are the real workforce and provide the manpower, seem to be anxiously awaiting from before. And they immediately came from all different areas to help with the preparation of the Jalsa. There was a long line of duty workers willing to help during the days of the Jalsa. However, since the Jalsa was going to be held on a much smaller scale, Therefore, it was very difficult as to how to select them. But in any case, both the men and women had to make a selection for this. The Lajna perhaps selected only a fifth of his duty workers and the men reduced it by perhaps a third. Those who were not selected for their duty were disappointed as they were unable to serve. Therefore, I would like to say to all those men, women, boys and girls and children, as they would be assigned with duties previously as well, that Allah the Almighty rewards one for their intentions. Your intention to serve the guests of the Promised Messiah has indeed been fulfilled. And even though you did not have the opportunity to serve, but Allah the Almighty will not deprive you of its reward owing to your intentions. In any case, I pray that may Allah the Almighty grant everyone the most excellent reward for their passion to serve. Also, as is my practice, that in the Friday sermon following the Jalsa Salana, I expressed my thanks to the volunteers who were serving in the various departments. And people from all over the world are also writing to me and expressing their gratitude to the volunteers. Whatever duty they were assigned, they strive to do full justice to it. Due to the rain, at one time there was a huge issue in getting the cars out from the parking area. And the volunteers worked in an extraordinary manner and practically lifted the cars out of the mud. And volunteers serving in the other departments would also help them when they were on break from their duties. And some of them wrote to me and mentioned that they also joined in. Then later, upon assessing the condition of the parking, arrangements for parking were made elsewhere. But in any case, on the first day, and for some part of the second day, there was a huge challenge to get the cars out. Mm-hmm. 
And this challenge was captured by the lens of the camera and was also shown to the world through MTA. In this way, Ahmadis and non-Ahmadis all around the world who were witnessing these scenes expressed their great astonishment. In fact, upon witnessing this sight, the non-Ahmadis and non-Muslims said that to witness such a scene in this day and age was unbelievable. Whether someone was an officer or a labourer, they were all covered in mud in order to get the cars out of the mud. These are the people who work like jinns and have been granted to the Jamaat of the Promised Messiah by Allah the Almighty. Similarly, there are various other departments, the hygiene department, food serving, preparing the food, preparing the rotis. Then one of the most important tasks before the jalsa is to put the markis up and lay down the tracks, etc. And there are various other preliminary tasks for the preparation of the jalsa. And to help with this, the volunteers would come regularly every week. And now for the wind-up, there are many who are volunteering their days for this. Thus, there are various departments involved and people from all around the world who are watching on MTA and through the live stream, they were greatly impressed by watching these duties being carried out. and the guests who attended were also filled with emotions of gratitude. The various scenes shown by MTA and the different programs it prepared in order to show the various aspects of Jalsa were produced with great effort and MTA did full justice to this. They did not only show the Jalsa to the world, but they also relate to us in the Jalsaga and to the rest of the world of the scenes in various countries where people had gathered to watch the Jalsa proceedings. The proceedings of the Jalsa and the work of the volunteers before and during the Jalsa, and also the various educational and Tirbiti speeches delivered in the Jalsa Gah, were all shown by MTA in such a manner that the Ahmadis and non-Ahmadis all around the world were both amazed and very grateful to have witnessed these scenes. It had depicted a scene whereby people of different countries and nations had come together under one roof. <laughs> Thus, I would like to thank all those volunteers, the men as well as the women, who despite the difficult circumstances, and for whom this announcement of the Jalsa was quite unexpected in a way, 
and also despite the challenges posed by the weather. All of them worked selflessly and they did full justice to their duties. And I would also like to thank them on behalf of all those who watch the Jalsa from around the world and have been writing to me and expressing their gratitude. I initially thought that after expressing my thanks to the volunteers, I would resume with the regular subject of my sermons. But I am receiving so many reports and letters in which Ahmadis and non-Ahmadis from all around the world have expressed the extraordinary emotions of the impact that the Jalsa has had on them and also the positive outcomes that it has brought about after watching the Jalsa. Therefore, I have decided that just like previous years, I will also mention some of those sentiments and the blessings in today's sermon. It is not possible to mention them all, but I have selected some as an example. This year's Jalsa Salana, which was held under very unique circumstances, has opened the doors of Allah the Almighty's grace that one continues to bow before Allah the Almighty in gratitude. Allah the Almighty is bestowing His grace in so many ways despite the current circumstances. One aspect of the Jalsa which was missing and has been generally mentioned by everyone is that this year we could not hold the international bath ceremony which they were eagerly awaiting. However, in the current circumstances, it was difficult to organize the bad ceremony and there was no other choice. Now I shall briefly mention some of these reports and the sentiments of people. This year, for the first time, the Jamaats participated in the Jalsa through the live streaming. In other words, people were sat listening to the Jalsa in their own areas and could also be seen on the screen in the Jalsa Ga. There were five locations in the UK where these arrangements were made, where people sat together to watch the Jalsa. And despite the time difference of many hours, members had congregated to watch the Jalsa in various countries, including Australia, Indonesia, Guatemala, Bangladesh, etc. And apart from the UK, members participated in the Jalsa through the live streaming from 37 different locations across 22 countries. This year, for the first time, there was live streaming from the women's side and the women from different countries have expressed their happiness. And according to one estimate, the women's session and program, which included their speeches, was viewed and heard by approximately 30 to 35,000 women. The countries which participated through live stream included USA, Canada, Guatemala and people had gathered in numerous centres in each country. Also in Guyana, Australia, Indonesia, Bangladesh, Mauritius, Kababid, India, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Nigeria, Gambia, Tanzania, France, Switzerland, Germany, Sweden, Belgium, Finland, Holland and various other countries. A non-Ahmadi friend in Niger, Isa Saib, came to the mission house on all three days to listen to my addresses. He says that before this, I had heard that the Ahmadiyya Jamaat is against Islam 
and that they also had a TV inside the mosque which was not allowed. However, after watching the Jalsa, I have realized that if the entire Muslim world became united, just like Ahmadiyyat is united, and conveyed the message of Islam like them, then the Muslims would become so powerful that no power in the world could speak against it. The unity and bond of the Ahmadiyya community that I have witnessed at the Jalsa is a proof of its truthfulness. In Zambia, apart from the Ahmadi members and the new converts, some non-Ahmadis also watched the Jalsa. And in one area, 35 non-Ahmadi guests had gathered to watch. Upon watching the Jalsa proceedings, a Christian teacher commented, that I thoroughly enjoyed watching the proceedings of the Jalsa. I have learned about the teachings of Islam. And he further stated, that based on my knowledge and understanding, I have now learned that Islam is the only true religion and there is no other religion in the world which helps the needy. I have had the opportunity to learn a great deal. The missionary in charge of Gabon writes that a non-Muslim police officer along with his wife came to the mission house to watch the proceedings of the Jalsa. Before this, he never showed much interest in the Jamaat. However, after hearing the account about the acceptance of Ahmadiyyat of a new convert from Lebanon, he inquired after the Jalsa as to how he could watch MTA. Upon this, he was informed that he could view MTA through YouTube as well, and he immediately took his phone out of his pocket and opened the MTA French channel on YouTube and began to watch the Jalsa. He then said that he will learn more about the Ahmadiyya community through this channel. A non-Ahmadi friend from Nigeria heard the Jalsa proceedings and afterwards stated that after the proceedings of this Jalsa, I am convinced that if there is a true sect in this world, then it is the Ahmadiyya community and very soon I will join them. Another non-Ahmadi friend commented regarding the Jalsa that indeed this is a community of the truthful and a community of believers. I have observed that despite the intense rain, the volunteers were busy in performing their duties and providing comfort for the guests. He also stated that he was very impressed by my address to the ladies. The missionary in charge of Japan writes that a non-Ahmadi Japanese friend who belongs to Hiroshima, Mashima Osamu Sahib, when I visited Japan and travelled to Hiroshima, he was there and also hosted us and he also attended the peace conference in 2017. He stated that I am currently watching the Jalsa and just watched the Friday sermon of 6th August. Upon watching this, I was reminded of the service rendered by the Jamaat in Japan and how the second Khalifa of the community, Hazrat Khalifatul Masih II, spoke out against the destruction caused to Hiroshima by the atom bomb in his Friday sermon of 10th August 1945. This was among the very first voices to speak in favour of Hiroshima. Then the current Khalifa visited Hiroshima and his message of peace and harmony holds great significance for me. And today, whilst watching MTA on Hiroshima Day, first it is my wish that just like MTA Africa, MTA Japan also establishes very soon and secondly, after witnessing the atmosphere of the Jalsa and people joining together from all over the world, the idea continues to take root in my heart 
that the Jamaat has a very significant role in uniting the world on a single platform and establishing peace and harmony in the world. A non-Ahmadi teacher from Nusaka, Zambia says that today I learned something from your Khalifa, which is that in Islam, women have the full right to express their opinion and that Islam grants women the right to choose their life partner in marriage. However, in some cultures, people are forced into marriage and the rights of people are overlooked. He then said that Islam is the only religion which has emphasized upon the rights of women. He further states that if Islam permits a man to marry more than once, and at the same time it stresses that the men must uphold equality, and that if one cannot uphold justice, then he should marry only one. This is a beautiful Islamic teaching, and only Ahmadiyyat is upholding these teachings. Then Maman Ghali Saib, a non-Ahmadi friend from the Tasawa region in Niger says, He says that I attended for the first time and I am greatly impressed. If other Muslim sects followed suit, then Muslims around the world would make huge progress. Usama Sahib, who is a non-Ahmadi engineer from Niger says, that the thing that impressed me the most was that there were representatives of various countries and despite the differences in language and culture and despite the deadly coronavirus outbreak, the level of obedience and perfect organization was a sight to behold. The Amir Sahib of Niger says that Maryam Sahib, a non-Ahmadi guest says, that listening to the addresses of the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community Today I learned about the true rights and responsibilities of women. Otherwise the torrid conditions the women are enduring in Africa are such that people living in the developed world would not be able to comprehend. However, your words are in harmony with your actions. She writes that if your actions and words are in harmony, then there is nobody better than you. Thus, every Ahmadi has to ensure that they emulate this teaching in their homes. This is not for speeches only. Rather, it is so that the true teachings of Islam, which has had a positive effect on people, can remain. Farid Musa, a non-Ahmadi gentleman from Niger, also praised the Lajna address. Then Maryam Ilyas Saiba, a non-Ahmadi woman, says that after learning about the rights of women and the true teachings of Islam, I feel proud to be a woman. And if only people would understand this, the world would become like a paradise. Nafisa Adamus, a non-Ahmadi woman from Niger, says that I listened to an address of the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community for the first time and it has become plainly clear for me that the respect and honour given to women by our Master, the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. If there is anyone who is fulfilling this in the world today, it is the Ahmadiyya community. Thus, I would reiterate that every Ahmadi man should ponder over this and that they should ensure their conduct at home is good. Do not deceive the world. Amir Sahib of Nigeria writes that a non-Ahmadi Al-Haj Hussein Sahib, who is a businessman by profession and remains rather occupied due to his work, 
However, when he was invited to attend the Jalsa, he accepted the invitation. Following the Jalsa, the aforementioned individual stated that I attended your Jalsa as a formality, as I thought that this might be a worldly event. However, when I started listening to the Jalsa, I decided that I would attend all three days. What impacted me the most was the atmosphere of the Jalsa. Seeing the volunteers at work, it seemed as if their hearts are filled with a particular passion, which is giving them courage, otherwise this could not have been performed by any worldly person. The missionary in charge of Guinea Conakry says that the local missionary of the Kinyar region says that they invited the local mayor. The mayor said that he was unwell, but his son will attend. When his son attended, at the time my address to the ladies was about to start, and there is a great shortage of electricity, and they are currently passing through the season of rain. And if the electricity goes out, then it goes out for several hours. He says that when the program was about to start, the power went out, and the guests had also arrived, and there was no generator. The missionary states that they prayed, that, O oh Allah the Almighty, for the truthfulness of the Jamaat, show us a miracle today and restore the electricity. He says that they fervently supplicated, and I had not yet arrived at the dais to deliver my address, that the electricity was restored. He says that Allah the Almighty listened to the prayers of these humble servants of the Messiah of the age and manifested a sign for the truth of the promised Messiah and Islam, which also had a great impact on their guest. And astonishingly, as soon as the address finished, the electricity went out again. And the guest also said that he had never before heard such a comprehensive address and whatever the Muslims have propagated against the Jamaat was completely false. A Muallim in Cameroon says that the chief of a village near the northern area of Marwa Al-Haji Usman, who is a non-Ahmadi, watched the proceedings of the Jalsa on MTA Africa. Following this, he stated that since our childhood we have heard that when the Imam Mahdi appears, the entire world will be able to see him. Watching the proceedings of the Jalsa today, I am convinced that this Jamaat is truly the Jamaat of the Imam Mahdi, whom the entire world can see at this moment. People from various countries participated in the Jalsa through MTA and were seeing and listening to the Imam of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat. Today I have witnessed the words of the Prophet of God being fulfilled. With regards to the bears through the Jalsa, Amir Sahib Mali writes that a teacher from the city of Kita, Umar Bari Sahib, called and said that although I am not an Ahmadi, but me and my entire family listen to the proceedings of the Jalsa with great enthusiasm. In particular, when various slogans were raised during the address of the Khalifa of the time, all of us family members became impassioned and we also repeated those slogans. Umar Bari Sahib further stated that he shall soon come to the Ahmadiyya mission along with his family and join the Ahmadiyya Jamaat. The missionary in charge in Cameroon says that a chief Imam in Cameroon, Duwala Farooq Sahib, stated that I listened to the speeches of the Jalsa through MTA Africa. People say that the members of the Jamaat are disbelievers, i.e. kafir, and that it is a terrorist organization. However, their response is the verse in relation to Khatam al-Nabiyyin, i.e. the seal of the prophets, which was written in bold letters on the banner behind the stage. Through MTA, many misconceptions regarding the Jamaat will now be removed, inshallah.
Amir Sahib Tanzania writes that a non-Ahmadi lady from the Arusha region, Jabu Sahiba, said that this was the first time that I saw the Jalsa Salana. I have never seen such a peaceful gathering in my life. Usually people make a lot of noise during gatherings and arrange various programs of entertainment in order to keep their interest. However, nothing of this sort was to be found during the Jalsa. As a matter of fact, during every program, the true teachings of Islam were highlighted. Without a doubt, the love Ahmadis hold for their Khalifa cannot be found anywhere else in the world. After watching the proceedings, a local chief in the city of Marwa in Cameroon said that it is an excellent achievement of the Jamaat that the Jalsa Salana is being translated into so many different languages and people are benefiting from this. I also benefited from the Jalsa and I increased my knowledge. MTA is a blessing and I will now install a cable connection and benefit from watching MTA at home and increase in my knowledge. Even non-Ahmadis are now influenced by MTA and take benefit from this spiritual knowledge. Indeed, this is a path to progress if one desires to progress spiritually and Ahmadis should also pay greater attention towards MTA. The missionary in charge in Gabon writes that a new Ahmadi stated that this indeed is the Jalsa of the entire world in which we as well as people from various other countries are participating in. This is also increasing our faith and despite the difference in time, people are attending the Jalsa all across the world. This scene is only to be found in Ahmadiyyat as it is not possible for other Muslims to do this. Ali Sahib, who belongs to a city in the eastern province of Zambia, Lusangazi, who is a new Ahmadi and also the chief of his area, says that we have entered Ahmadiyyat from Christianity and Ahmadiyyat was formally established in our village in February 2021. Following this, non-Ahmadi scholars visited our area several times and tried to fill our hearts with various kinds of misconceptions and doubts with regards to Ahmadiyyat. No one visited them as long as they were Christian but when they entered Ahmadiyyat, the non-Ahmadi scholars came to them in order to rectify their faith. He further states that we were now able to watch the Jalsa Salana UK live. We watched scenes of an organised gathering for the first time in our lives, where despite the circumstances due to the pandemic, people attended in such large numbers and government representatives from various countries sent their video messages. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, after watching the Jalsa, all of our doubts and misconceptions have been removed. And Ahmadiyyat is not the name of a small group, rather it is the name of an international community. And the manner in which the Khalifa of the time highlighted the Islamic teachings in relation to the rights of women and other people astonished us. In other words, that women also have rights, as we would not give any importance to our women. Now we will take whatever we have heard and seen here back with us and inshallah convey it to others so that their faith strengthens as well and we will try to act in accordance with this. A new Ahmadi from Malaysia, Rusli bin Mupasuli Sahib says that having watched the Jalsa Salana UK, I am extremely grateful to Allah the Almighty that I was able to join the Ahmadiyya Jamaat and recognize the Imam of the age. Although I was not in the UK, However, I had the opportunity to see the Khalifa of the time and listen to his addresses. If I had not joined the Ahmadiyya Jamaat, I would have been deprived of these blessings. I now promise to always remain sincere and obedient to the institution of Khilafat. Prashila Malin Saiba of Brazil says, 
that a few months ago I took the oath of allegiance and I am fortunate that this was the first time I had the opportunity to watch the Jalsa Salana and despite my lack of understanding of the language, I learned so much. I thank God for enabling me to accept Ahmadiyyat. The missionary in charge of Guinea-Bissau writes, the four female converts who live in the far-off village called Kasini walked eight kilometers to their nearby Jamaat in Masra to listen to the Jalsa Salana UK proceedings. And when they heard my sermons, they said that it is by the grace of Allah that we have accepted Ahmadiyyat. But today, having listened to the address of the Khalifa, we felt just how far we are from such a wonderful blessing. Today, our faith in Ahmadiyyat has been completed 100% and we have now made an oath to always come and listen to the sermons of the Khalifa. Thus, this is how Allah the Almighty is bringing about changes in people. When people in Guyana also gather to watch the live stream of Jalsa, one new convert, Muzaffar Kayusi Sahib, says, This was my first Jalsa Salana, and this experience has been remarkable, especially when I sat down with my Ahmadi brothers to watch the Jalsa, and when I saw the Khalifa and heard his address, it was all an amazing experience for me. I have never heard a Muslim woman recite the Holy Quran so beautifully. He also praised the recitation. He then says, members of our Jamaat gathered in one place from various towns and villages to listen to the Jalsa. And these are all the blessings of Khilafat and Ahmadiyyat which God Almighty has bestowed upon this community. Likewise, to witness the Jamaats from all over the world participating virtually in the Jalsa was wonderful. And I saw how the community has reached so many countries which I didn't even know about. Furthermore, I witnessed how members of the Jamaat unite and work together during the Jalsa. One person who works in a bank in the UK took leave from work and was working voluntarily in the Jalsa and was sleeping in his car. This all proves that the members of the Jamaat possess sincerity and are making sacrifices. He further states that I also learnt about the different rites from the various addresses and thus he expressed his sentiments in this manner. Safwan Naik Sahib, a new convert in Mauritius, says that this was my first time participating in the Jalsa via the live stream. Indeed, this experience is bringing me closer to Khilafat. Every single word of the Khalifa touched my heart and I am so pleased to have decided to join the community. He further states that I am learning so much about the promised Messiah from the MTA programs. Ashraf Ziyar Sahib of Austria writes that Donatella Saiba took the oath of allegiance at the beginning of the year. She states that whatever the Khalifa of the time said would instill great passion within me. Tears were flowing from my eyes whilst listening to his addresses. Islam is indeed a path that grants life and leads to the truth. My life is changing gradually and I am so grateful to Allah the Almighty for having enabled me to accept Ahmadiyyat. This member is from Austria. There are also many incidents of people joining Ahmadiyyat after the Jalsa. A non-Ahmadi, Hassan Saib of Ivory Coast says that I had the opportunity to watch all three days of the Jalsa program. It was extremely faith-inspiring. Falsehood doesn't live for long and dies its own death, whereas the truth always remains. 
And so in line with this principle, the daily progress made by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is in itself a testimony of its truthfulness. He then says that after the conclusion of the Jalsa Salana, some of my friends and I were speaking at a restaurant when an unknown person overheard us and said, if today there is any community which is acting upon the true teachings of Islam, it is only the Ahmadiyya community. Saying this, he left, but confirmed what we were saying, that the community follows the true Islam not only in speech, but also in practice. Thereafter, Hassan Sahib met the Muallim and expressed his wish to take the oath of allegiance and to join Ahmadiyya, and that he didn't wish to deprive himself any longer of this truth. The missionary in charge of Congo Brazzaville says, a Jamaat in Gambomba had the opportunity to show the broadcast of all live programs from the three days of Jalsa Salana on TV and radio. In this area, there is only one TV station, and the Jalsa programs continue to be repeated on it. According to one estimate, 4,000 people watched and listened to the Jalsa. There are 30 Jamaats in the villages surrounding Gamboma, and they participated in the Jalsa via radio. In those areas, there is no electricity, which is why they listen to it via radio. Then they listen to all of my addresses as it was being translated in the local language of Lingala. And Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah. The program was very successful, which our members and externals all expressed. In all three days, we were surrounded by the Jalsa atmosphere. Food preparations were made as is done in the Jalsa. And by the grace of Allah, during the Jalsa, 12 people had the honour of entering the fold of Ahmadiyyad. The missionary in charge of Guinea-Bissau writes that by the grace of Allah, having accepted Ahmadiyyat, the majority of new converts are regularly preaching the message in their areas and to their near relations. Due to the blessed occasion of Jalsa Salana UK, when members were urged to watch the Jalsa proceedings, all the new converts called their non-Ahmadi relatives and friends to especially listen during the times of my four addresses at the Jalsa. He states that people walked or cycled 30 kilometers and 18 kilometers to get there. Majority of the people only came to listen to the address on the first day, but when they heard this address of mine, they changed their minds and remained for all three days. And after listening to the concluding address on the third day, they said that your Khalifa has won our hearts and the Islam he has presented is indeed the true Islam. On this occasion, 127 people, men and women alike, accepted Ahmadiyyat. They all took the oath of allegiance. Ibrahim Sahib, a muallim in Congo, says that a Christian friend, Muk Nagachibi Sahib, was invited to attend and watch the Jalsa along with his wife. And after watching the Jalsa, he said to his wife that it seems to me that we will never find such teachings and guidance anywhere. We have wasted a large part of our life in Christianity. And what we have learned here during these three days, we would not be able to learn it if we stayed a lifetime in Christianity. Therefore, it is better for us if we join them. And in this way, both husband and wife and their children all took the oath of allegiance and joined the community. Then the missionary in charge of Guinea-Bissau writes that Kambajau Sahib, a non-Ahmadi friend of the Bafta region, listened to the proceedings of all three days of the Jilsa Salana UK. 
and he also heard my addresses. He then said that Islam is in need of such a leader and this leadership exists in the form of the Khalifa of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat and the entire Muslim world can be gathered through this. Upon the conclusion of the Jalsa, he straightway did the bath and joined the fold of Ahmadiyyat. Angutani Sahib, a Christian from Congo, Brazzaville, writes, I never took interest in religion because after dealing with Christians, I felt that religious people are not sincere. My brother was already a member of the community and invited me to attend this Jalsa. Upon his request, I attended, and as I watched the Jalsa, I began to feel a gradual change within myself, and I started to develop an interest for religion. After listening to the speech of the Khalifa, my heart for the first time testified to the truth of religion. And true religions have the power to transform the heart. And for the first time in my life, I am accepting Islam Ahmadiyyat as my faith. A non-Ahmadi friend from Nigeria was also able to take the bath after listening to the Jalsa proceedings. He writes, I was greatly influenced by the Jalsa proceedings and at long last found the truth I was searching for and now I wish to take the bath. Muzaffar Iqbal Sahib from Senegal writes that throughout the three days of Jalsa, all of my addresses were broadcast live on four radio stations and one TV channel in the Umbar region. As a result, after listening to those addresses, a radio host accepted Ahmadiyyat. The radio host is well educated and popular amongst the people and he stated that I had heard many things about the Jamaat but after hearing the words of the Imam of the Jamaat, today I have discovered the truth and will enter the fold of Ahmadiyyat. And that very day, he took bath along with his whole family. Then a local Imam from Marwa in Cameroon says that the salient feature of the Jalsa are the addresses of the Imam of the Jamaat. The Khalifa of the Jamaat says everything based on the Quran and the Hadith, and this had a profound impact on my heart. Surely this community and its Khalifa are from God and my heart is content. As a result, he and his friends all took bath and entered the fold of Ahmadiyyat. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, there are also people among the scholars who judge with integrity and when they see the truth, they accept it. Some non-Ahmadis from Mali also accepted Ahmadiyyat after listening to the Jalsa proceedings. Before Jalsa, the Jamaat's local radio channels held many programs about the Jalsa and they also aired daily announcements and information about the Jalsa. They mentioned that we gave an open invitation for all to come and watch the Jalsa at the Mission House. As a result, Ahmadis and non-Ahmadis gathered to watch the Jalsa together. And on the last day of Jalsa, four individuals took the bath and entered the fold of Ahmadiyyat. These individuals are very educated and they said that they had been listening to the radio station in Kai City and became interested in Ahmadiyyat. When they heard about Jalsa on the radio station, they became even more intrigued and decided that they must see the Jalsa. After viewing the Jalsa, they admitted that the progress and victory of Islam is linked only to Ahmadiyyat. The Islam that Ahmadiyyat is presenting to the world is the true Islam, and the greatest thing of all is that Muslims are in dire need of a Khalifa to guide them. And in this day and age, Khilafat has been established through Ahmadiyyat. They also said that they are firm in their faith as Ahmadis and desire to know the prescribed monthly rate of Chanda so that they can also partake in the service of their faith. 
Amir Sahib of Mali writes that in the Kai region, non Ahmadis also arrived to the mission house to view the Jalsa. And on the third day of Jalsa, when a documentary on the faith-inspiring incidents of the previous bats was shown, the non Ahmadis, who were quite educated, began to ask about the conditions of bat. And so during the break, the Muallim Sahib read out the conditions of the bath in the local language. Upon this, the non-Ahmadi stated that this is a summary of Islam and contains excellent guidance for how to lead our daily lives. He further said that it is vitally important for everyone to adhere to this. Subsequently, after the Jalsa, he took the bath. People also participated in the Jalsa from Ghana through the live stream. The arrangements to watch the Jalsa were made in the lush green grounds of Bustani Ahmed in Accra. They have said that there was a truly special atmosphere. The live proceedings of the Jalsa were shown to the men and women on two large video screens. And on all three days, over 2,500 people attended, including men and women. Extensive arrangements were made in the central mosque in Kumasi and on all three days more than 2,000 people attended. Arrangements were made in 14 mosques in the Upper West region for members to view the Jalsa and similarly arrangements were made in other regions as well. In the city of War there were 12 different locations and in the rest of the regions there were 14 locations where members gathered. And in this way, more than 2,000 people watched the Jalsa proceedings here as well. An MTA was also available through other TV channels as well. Apart from MTA Africa and MTA Ghana, the proceedings of the Jalsa were also being aired on three other TV channels of Ghana. Akram Ali Al Kahlani Sahib from Yemen says, that today, through this Jalsa and his addresses, the Khalifa of the time has revitalized our spirit. The tears from our eyes had dried up and they have now returned and our hearts have softened after having become hardened. If the entire world heard the address of the Khalifa which he delivered to the ladies and adhered to it, then our entire society would be 100% reformed. Similarly, the concluding address was a highlight of the entire event and no one can find a similar example of such organization. Every face was cheerful and supporting a smile, and this is the blessing of God who established this Jamaat. Yamar Ali Sahib from Yemen states, The three days of Jalsa were like Eid for us, in which we witnessed the blessings of God Almighty descend and the fulfillment of the promises he vouchsafed to the promised Messiah Due to the Jalsa, our faith in Khilafat continued to increase day by day, because we witnessed how Allah the Almighty is granting support to Khilafat Ahmadiyya. Without Khilafat, there is nothing except for darkness. And although we were not physically present at the Jalsa, but our hearts were with you, and we were experiencing the pure and spiritual atmosphere of the Jalsa as if we were there. He further states that after looking at you and listening to your advice, our emotions were indescribable. It had a deep impact upon our hearts, and I greatly benefited from the addresses as my attention was drawn to many of my responsibilities and I also learned of many ills which I was committing without any knowledge of it. He further stated that I was extremely moved upon witnessing how Ahmadis from different countries had gathered together for the Jalsa 
And I also pray that may Allah the Almighty quickly grant us a place in Yemen where we can sit together and participate in the Jalsa. Hamid Sahib from Jordan states that every year people from all around the world attend the Jalsa and stand witness to the truthfulness of the promised Messiah prophecy. This year's Jalsa was unique in that many Ahmadis from all around the world participated in the Jalsa through the internet and MTA. Allah the Almighty grants his support to the Jamaat in all circumstances because this is a truthful Jamaat. I consider this year's Jalsa in which the Khalifa of the time was present as a special spiritual experience or like the example of paradise in this world whereby we have tasted its fruits over the three days. It seems like a heavenly tent had been erected in the spiritual atmosphere for the propagation of Islam. Muhammad Badr Sahib from Syria says that at the Jalsa, despite a difference of background, race and culture, the Ahmadi Muslims are united behind their Khalifa under the flag of the Jamaat. He then further states that the saying of Allah the Almighty is proven true in that even if one was to spend all the wealth in the world, one could not join the hearts of the people and it is Allah alone that can unite the hearts of the people. This is a verse of the Holy Quran and Allah the Almighty has bestowed His grace and blessings upon us. He further writes that the love could be seen emanating from the faces of all the attendees. One could feel a sense of peace and harmony and it seemed as though all of us Ahmadis were behind our spiritual leader in the middle of an oasis in the desert where the atmosphere is completely peaceful and harmonious. I have realized that I have a lot of weaknesses and I will have to strive very hard to bring about a virtuous change within myself. And I will have to attain the highest levels of righteousness and I will have to give precedence to my faith over worldly pursuits. And in order to have a pleasant atmosphere at home, one has to treat women with love and kindness. Abdul Rahman Sahib from Lebanon, who is living in Germany, states, that I watched the three days Jalsa proceedings with the Jamaat members in the Berlin Mosque. And I felt the spiritual atmosphere of the Jalsa and benefited from it greatly. The lack of spirituality that we were feeling has returned. Umar Sahib from the West Bank in Palestine says that it is my wish for the Jalsa to take place every day so that we can become like the prophets and saints. It was a unique atmosphere and I listened to the Jalsa together with my fellow brothers where there was an atmosphere of love and brotherhood. Rizwan Shahid Sahib from the Ivory Coast states that Andre Sahib, who is the president of the Mashir Jamaat, said the most powerful aspect of the Jalsa is that Ahmadis all over the world are united under the banner of Khilafat and they show complete obedience to Khilafat. It is daytime in some places and night in others, but everyone is sitting attentively listening to the address of the Khalifa and to rejuvenate their faith. Ilyas Kurbatov Sahib, the national president of the Kyrgyzstan Jamaat says, and listening to the speeches at Jalsa, I was unable to control my emotions and my eyes welled up. I watched the Jalsa Salana on YouTube and was overwhelmed when I saw comments from my brothers and sisters who were wishing everyone a prosperous Jalsa and sending the greetings of peace to each other. All my brothers and sisters belong to different nations, for example, Russia, Ukraine, Armenia, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, etc. And this scene touched my soul. 
Suleiman Sahib, an Ahmadi member from Niger, says that it was an honour for me to hear the words of the Khalifa live in my mother tongue, Hosa. He says the addition of the translation in Hosa language on MTA5 has enhanced our Jalsa greatly, and this was if Jalsa and Eid had come at once. He stated that the delight experienced in hearing the Khalifa translated in the Hosa language is a luxury that can only be truly appreciated by those who can understand Hosa. This was the first time that the proceedings were available in the Hosa language. A member of the Indonesia Jamaat, Swetuno Sahib says, that having watched the Jalsa and heard the addresses of the Khalifa of the time has instilled a new spirit of love for Khilafat in the hearts of my family. We saw outstanding examples of brotherhood, the likes of which cannot be seen anywhere in the world. Undoubtedly, Khilafat is the embodiment of love and peace, which does not differentiate between the colour and background of all humans. Atif Zahid Sahib from Australia writes that the live broadcast of the opening address started at 12.55 in the night. But despite this, people had gathered together and listened to the Jalsa proceedings with complete concentration. One person had brought his young son along with him. And after the Friday sermon had finished at 10.30, he said to his son to go home, but he replied that he wanted to listen to the address and he remained there until late. He further states that the concluding address was to begin very late on Sunday and the following day was a working day and hence we were worried that people may not come to the mosque. However, due to the grace of Allah the Almighty, people gathered in the mosque in large numbers to listen to the concluding address and in fact the number of people who came for the concluding address was more than the opening address. Ibrahim Saib, who is originally from Guinea Conakry but is in Brazil due to his studies, he says, the one thing that is noteworthy for me, which I would like to highlight, is the institution of Khilafat, under which people from different nations come together and listen to the speeches and proceedings of the Jalsa. This is a proof that Jamaat Ahmadiyya is the true representation of Islam. Had the Imam Mahdi not appeared, there would never have been so much harmony among us, nor would we have been united. And I'm very grateful that through the proceedings of the Jalsa, my knowledge increased greatly and I'm also grateful to God that I'm a member of this Jamaat. Atta Khano Wadi Liara Sahib, I believe it is Saiba, she says that it was wonderful to see the sincerity and interest with which the speeches were listened to. Upon listening to the sermons of the Khalifa, a person slips into another world which brings about the revival of Islam. The entire family sat together to listen to the addresses of the Khalifa, especially the address to the Lajna, in which the rights of women in Islam were explained. Having listened to this address, we ought to prostrate before Allah the Almighty, even more than before, at just how Allah the Almighty has safeguarded the rights of us women. She says that the sermons would fill her with emotions. Byron Sahib from Guatemala writes that for me, the Jalsa Salana is a special time and is nothing short of a miracle because shortly before the Jalsa, various members of the Guatemala Jamaat caught the coronavirus and they fell ill and their health began to deteriorate. However, today all the members of the Guatemala Jamaat are gathered together to listen to the Jalsa and no member is unwell. When I was a Christian, my beliefs about miracles were very strange. 
and having joined the Ahmadiyya Jamaat, I now understand the true reality of miracles and that a true miracle is if a person brings about a virtuous transformation within oneself. A year ago, I would come to the mosque alone and it seemed impossible that my family would come to the mosque or accept Islam. But today, my wife and children, my mother, one of my brothers, a brother-in-law and his family have all come here with me who are sat listening to the Jalsa proceedings. Indeed, I consider this to be a miracle. This person is a very sincere and humble Ahmadi with a very modest income, yet he has great passion for propagating the message of Islam Ahmadiyyat. Wherever he goes, he propagates the message and brings many people to visit the mosque at his own expense. Ramiro Martinez, who is also from Guatemala, writes that today was a special day for me. Seeing Jalsa UK proceedings on MTA and also the video links from other places, I am now convinced that this international community is a divine organisation. The Khalifa is indeed appointed by God who advises us about how Muslims should conduct themselves in society. And I am overjoyed. From now on, I will always listen to the sermons of the Khalifa. This gentleman taught about the Bible for 35 years and remained a member of different Christian sects. However, due to the internal conflicts, he would change from one sect to another. He has accepted Islam Ahmadiyyat after researching himself and he lives 20 kilometers from the mosque. And from the time he has accepted Ahmadiyyat, he has only missed the Friday prayers once because his car broke down. Otherwise, he regularly attends the mosque for Friday prayers and regularly offers the five daily prayers at home. Awaleen Benzelis from Guatemala says, Joining the live proceedings of Jilsa Salana UK, I have realized that the Jamaat is one community where it seems as though everyone is linked together as one. I am grateful to God Almighty that He has granted us an opportunity to be part of this community. It saddens me that a large part of the world remains deprived from listening to the words of the Khalifa. This is the reason that there are issues around the world and there is warfare. Having entered the Jamaat, I have learned that every issue can be solved through prayers. Many of my issues were resolved through prayers. My house, which was falling apart, was saved by the prayers of the Khalifa. I do not know the words with which I can thank the Khalifa. She further states that having participated for the first time, I can say that this is a year of great success and victory. And although we are not perfect, but a new spiritual journey has begun and I shall attend the Jalsa every year. Isa Baba, an Ahmadi member from Niger says, and in the Friday sermon, I heard about the hospitality and how the Imam Mahdi would sacrifice his own comfort for the sake of his guests. And the Khalifa presented an example of the promised Messiah and that he offered his own charpai for the ease of his guest. And all night, the promised Messiah spent in difficulty. We then witnessed this atmosphere of brotherhood in the Jalsa. Cars that were stuck in the mud were being pulled out by Khuddam who were not concerned about themselves. Perhaps this lack of brotherhood in the Muslim world is the reason why they are being humiliated and disgraced in the world and the solution to this issue has been told to us by the Khalifa. Samad Ghuri Sahib from Albania writes that a friend of mine, Dr. Boyar Sahib, told me that he watched the addresses of the Khalifa 
and also the other proceedings of Jalsa Salana UK. He said that in this day and age, the Jalsa Salana is essential for the guidance of people. He stated that the addresses of the Khalifa were delivered in simple words but contained a grand message for the current times. In this day and age, where all moral codes have been destroyed or are being ruined, these words will ensure people will be granted their rights and will save the world. The worldly people claim that they will grant people their rights. However, they forget that these rights were established by the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, 1500 years ago, the flag of which is today raised aloft by the Ahmadiyya community. And witnessing the scenes of Jalsa Salana and the services rendered by Humanity First in the underdeveloped areas of Africa had a big impact on me. Seeing the glistening eyes of those children reveal the truth and expose the covering of worldly leaders in that their eloquent promises and propaganda are nothing. Those eyes require the means of life and water is a key part of life, the delight of which some of them were tasting for the first time. hundred and nine goodwill messages from prominent personalities were received on the occasion of Jalsa Salana from nine countries other than the UK. And these messages comprised of video messages, audio messages and in writing. Aside from the UK, messages were received from USA, Sierra Leone, the Gambia, Senegal, Kenya, Spain, Holland and Germany. Messages were also received from the Prime Minister of UK, the Prime Minister of Canada and the leader of the UK's Labour Party and the leader of the UK's Liberal Democrats and also various other politicians in the UK. There were also eight ministers, eleven shadow ministers, four former Secretary of State, London Police Commissioner, six religious leaders and also thirteen mayors. In addition to this, messages were received from people from all backgrounds. MTA Africa reports that this year, as with previous years, the proceedings of Jalsa Salana UK were watched and listened to via MTA Africa throughout the continent, which we've also just heard from people's impressions about Jalsa as well. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, in addition to MTA Africa, the proceedings of Jalsa Salana were also broadcast on other local African channels, this year including Gambia, Sierra Leone, Liberia, Ghana, Uganda, Mali, Rwanda, Burundi, Senegal, Burkina Faso. My addresses were broadcast directly on 14 different TV stations. According to one estimate, more than 55 million received the message of Islam through this. And those Jilsa guests who attend from Africa and couldn't participate in the proceedings because of COVID-19 restrictions also expressed their desire to join the Jilsa. The translation of the Jilsa proceedings was provided for the first time in the Hausa language, a language spoken by over 50 million people in Africa. 16 different African television channels aired news segments about the Jilsa Salana. The number of viewers for these channels exceeds 60 million. A missionary from Uganda, Zaki Saib, writes that before the Jilsa, 
the opponents of the community had started spreading propaganda against the Jamaat, claiming that these people have a different Qur'an. Therefore, one should not watch the proceedings. When people were shown the advert for the Jalsa so they could join, the opponents began to insist that they shouldn't listen to the Jalsa, saying that these people have their own version of the Qur'an. As a result of this propaganda, a large part of the Ugandan population's attention was actually directed towards the Jalsa Salama, and this had the exact opposite effect of what was intended. And many non-Ahmadis expressed that this propaganda actually made them curious, and after watching and listening to the programs, their views about the Jamaat had changed. They said that they had come to realize that Ahmadis believe in the same Qur'an as them. In fact, they love the Qur'an even more than them. A Catholic friend in Uganda writes, I saw the advertisement for the Jalsa on Uganda's national television network, explaining that there is some Islamic conference taking place in the UK. Upon seeing this, I thought, let me see what kind of conference this is. And so on Saturday, when I turned on the TV to watch, I saw a man in a white turban delivering an address. I began listening to the sermon and found myself unable to get up from in front of the TV. I ended up listening to the entire address from beginning to end. He further writes, The teachings about women presented by Islam cannot be found anywhere else, and I have never seen any other person raising a voice in favour of women's rights in this way before. This person immediately dialed the contact number provided on the screen, saying that he wished to be provided a script of the address that was delivered in the ladies' session, and so he will be sent a copy, inshallah. A non-Ahmadi friend named Abdullah Koisai from Liberia states, My intention to watching the Jalsa Salana was to ascertain the difference between Ahmadi Muslims and other Muslims, and so that it becomes clear to me whether the claims of non-Ahmadi clerics are true or not. After watching the Jalsa, it became abundantly clear to me that everything they say against this community is only negative propaganda. It is all lies. In reality, through Jamaat Ahmadiyya, the true message of Islam is being propagated the world over, and I consider it my personal responsibility to inform others about this reality, that it is only the Jamaat Ahmadiyya which is truly conveying the message of Islam. A non-Ahmadi friend in Liberia also said the same. He states that when he tuned in to the proceedings of the Jalsa to foster religious tolerance, he states, when I read the Quranic verse written on the stage backdrop, I was amazed, because non-Ahmadi clerics spread that Ahmadis don't consider the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, as the seal of the prophets, nor respect him. But contrary to this, Ahmadis are actually spreading the love of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, throughout the world. And the manner in which the Khalifa of Ahmadis repeatedly emphasized the teachings of the Holy Qur'an and mentioned the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, over and over in his address, in itself is a conclusive proof of their love for the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Then in regards to the report of the press and media, these additional counts came in between this report. But in any case, by the grace of Allah the Almighty, there was coverage of the Jalsa Salana through the press and media as well. BBC covered it on its regional station and BBC South also gave coverage to it. They also aired a documentary and the BBC World aired a report on the Jalsa, which is a channel watched in over 200 countries. Aside from this, BBC National News Channel covered this report and it continued to repeat it a few times as well. The press and media department reports that while assessing the exact reach of this coverage is difficult, but according to one estimate, the total reach was about 52 million. 42 websites covered the Jilsa Salana with a collective viewership of 27 million. 20 newspapers and publication published articles about the Jilsa with a collective readership of 735,000. 
and 16 radio programs aired information about the Jalsa, reaching about 16 million listeners. Similarly, 12 television channels provided coverage with a collective reach of up to 2.1 million. Aside from all these mediums, through social media as well, the message of Jalsa was conveyed to 6.3 million people. In Dhaka, Amir Sahib of Bangladesh writes that in the central mosque of Dhaka, Narayan Ganji, Bahman Bariya and Chittagong, they joined in via live stream. They say that according to the report, more than 800 non-Ahmadi guests joined into the proceedings and benefited from it. He further states that 10 Bengali online news outlets and portals publish pieces on the Jalsa with pictures. Of these, three are very well known and reputable. And according to a very conservative estimate, the collective reach of the message through online papers and portals was at least 5.4 million people. Then there is the coverage achieved through MTA International. More than 15 million people visited via its YouTube channel. About 500,000 hours of MTA coverage of the Jalsa were viewed on YouTube. On Instagram, 35,000 people visited the MTA page reaching 1.97 million people. On Twitter, over 100,000 people saw the Jalsa feed, with over 35,000 likes and retweets. 550,000 people also viewed the message through Facebook, and also MTA's own website was viewed 100,000 times. And over 200,000 people also tuned into the proceedings through MTA On Demand. So these were just some brief aspects of the report, and even then it took quite some time. May Allah the Almighty grant lasting blessings as a result of this jalsa and may the hearts of pure souls become increasingly inclined towards Ahmadiyya, the true Islam and may Allah the Almighty keep the members of the Jamaat and all sincere souls protected from the evil of the so-called ulama. Oh, 